This podcast is produced by Yizzy Research, whose mission is to do research and help others do the same. Visit us at yizzyresearch.com. While you're there, sign up for the mailing list to stay updated. For reasons unknown to me, becoming a UX researcher is very difficult. If you want to become a UX researcher, it's not clear how you're supposed to do it. After all, there are many entry-level UX researcher roles requiring three to four years of experience and a PhD. Emphasis on entry-level. If you want to become a UX researcher, how do you do it? Keep listening to hear how I did it. Welcome to the Yizzy Research Podcast, the podcast for aspiring researchers, current researchers, and research enthusiasts. I'm your host, Imani, also known as Izzy, and I am the founder, CEO, and principal researcher of Yizzy Research, a boutique research agency providing UX research services, career coaching, and of course, this podcast. Research is all I've done professionally. And that's funny because UX research was not something I heard of while I was beginning my research career in college. I attended the University of Virginia and it was there that I accepted my first of many research assistantships. My first research job was during the summer with a marketing professor. My job was to conduct constant analyses of various advertisements, which the professor later used as case studies for her courses. This role was not related to UX research, but I learned how to look for and summarize patterns, a valuable foundation for a career in research. Sometime after this, I applied for a career matching program through University of Virginia's Career Center and was matched with an alumna who was a full-time UX researcher. We were matched because I was interested in pursuing research as a career postgrad, and well, that's what she was doing and had been doing for years. It was a really good match. During our check-in, she would tell me a lot about her job. A lot of what she said went over my head, but she piqued my curiosity and taught me that UX research was a viable career option for me. It was now the summer before my senior year, and I did an internship at a media agency to professionalize my research interests. Because this was a media agency, I spent quite a bit of time with Nielsen data defining audiences for media plans. It's important to mention that at this time, not only was I interested in research as a full-time career, but data science as well, so I also spent a lot of time in Microsoft Excel. At the end of this internship, I was offered a full-time role, available to me upon graduation, but I declined because it wasn't a good fit for me at the time. When I returned to college for my senior year, I was still torn between wanting to be a researcher and wanting wanting to be a data scientist, so I explored elements of both. I was a research assistant for a cognitive psychology professor who led a social anxiety lab. As part of her lab, there was a public website with a series of surveys to help respondents curb their social anxiety and provide resources to improve gradually. I analyzed quantitative data in R and SPSS, built regression models, conducted literature reviews, and suggested website revisions based on my data. I really enjoyed this and could see myself doing something similar post-grad. In hindsight, doing research about user behavior and then making research-based suggestions to improve a product was definitely UX research, but I didn't recognize that then. Concurrently, I was also working as a research assistant for a sociology grad student, assisting her with research to learn more about sexual culture on college campuses. 
This was almost exclusively qualitative, and I did in-depth interviews, focus groups, field research, literature reviews, and qualitative coding. I really enjoyed this role too, and wanted to do something similar at post-grad. After graduation, I secured a part-time role at a small town library with the generic and unassuming title of library assistant, but my job was to conduct data analysis, interview library patrons about their experience, make improvements to the library based on patron feedback, conduct card sorting sessions to improve a library's website, and moderate focus group sessions with patrons. Although insanely obvious in hindsight, I was a UX researcher. I didn't formally have that title, but I 100% had the responsibility. As I reflect now, I see an important lesson here about how job titles can sometimes be misaligned with what you actually do daily. I will revisit this idea in a later episode. While working at the library part-time, I was also applying for full-time market researcher, UX researcher, and analyst roles. For additional context, I had been applying for full-time roles since the summer before my senior year of college, so I have been applying for full-time roles since September of 2016. I started my first full-time role at WeWork as a market researcher in July of 2018. Over this nearly two-year period, I applied for over 270 jobs. Over 270, y'all. Remember, I was torn between wanting to be a data scientist and a UX researcher, so I tried to cover as much ground as possible. I was leaning towards UX research more so than data science, but UX research was, and still is, hard as hell to break into at the entry level. I wish I had a UX research coach to help me professionalize and structure my research experiences at that moment. If I had that option, I would have invested in one for guidance and confidence. Unfortunately, I didn't have a coach, but I may do. After the library, my next job was a full-time role at WeWork as a market researcher. My gripe with market research was, and still is, that there's not immediacy or application of data and insights compared to UX research. While working as a market researcher, I was also trying to transition into a UX research role internally, but no role was available, unfortunately. While working as a market researcher, I handled a lot of data and, as a result, determined that I did not like data science and would no longer pursue uh, data science as a career. Eventually, I started looking for a UX researcher role externally, and after submitting over 70 applications over the course of about eight months, I landed my first full-time UX researcher job at a fintech company as a first and only researcher. My task was to build a research practice from nothing. While at the fintech company, I started Yizzy Research, and here I am, six years into my research career on my podcast trying to help aspiring researchers. Along my journey, I learned that there is no linear career path to become a UX researcher. There is no one way to become a UX researcher, and I shared one way, my way. I also learned that finding an entry-level UX researcher role is really difficult. I'm also convinced that becoming a UX researcher may or may not be just as hard as becoming a doctor, <laughs> and I still don't know why. But I do know five things you can do to help yourself become a UX researcher. Listen to my five tips to help you become a UX researcher. Number one, this is really obvious, get research experience. Conducting interviews, focus groups, and surveys are a good starting point. 
Get experience with summarizing your findings into personas, journey maps, storyboards, or wireframes. If you are still in college, become a research assistant like I did. Do research under a professor in psychology, sociology, design, and or anthropology. Volunteering at a crisis center or hospital are also good ways to get interview experience. Number two, join research organizations and mentorship programs. There are a variety of slacks that I'll include on yeezyresearch.com for the show notes from today's episode. Also consider applying for a mentorship program to be matched to a full-time researcher. Number three, do an honest inventory of your current skill set. What do you know how to do in terms of skills? Conducting interviews, survey research, usability testing, for instance. Do any of your skills translate into UX research? With my UX research career coaching program, I do a similar inventory with my clients. It's helpful to understand what you could realistically apply for. Number four, be honest with yourself about what you're willing to do in order to break into UX research. Are you willing to start in market research or consumer insights and then pivot into UX research? Are you willing to get a master's in human-computer interaction or psychology? Are you willing to do pro bono UX research to build your portfolio? I ask my coaching clients this during my coaching program because UX research is not always the easiest field to get into, so it's good to understand what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to what you're not willing to do. Number five, if you already have some research experience, invest in UX research career coaching to help you professionalize yourself as a UX researcher. The Yizzy Research Coaching Program, also known as YRCP, is for aspiring UX researchers with some research experience. Through several one-on-one sessions, I help you improve your resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, research portfolio, and so much more. YRCP is application-based, but don't be intimidated by the application. The application is a way for me to get to know you and ensure that you are a good fit so that you're investing in career development that is worthwhile and appropriate for you. Visit yizzyresearch.com for details including scheduling and pricing. You can also visit yizzyresearch.com for notes from this episode. I shared my UX researcher story and some practical tips to help you become a UX researcher too. Becoming a UX researcher can be a complex and frustrating path, but if you persist, you will become one. Hopefully you had your pen and paper while listening. Don't worry if you didn't. The notes from this episode are on yizzyresearch.com. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, or if you are looking to hire someone to help you understand your users and your customers, visit yizzyresearch.com. Follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn at yizzyresearch. That's Y-Z-Z-I research. Bye for now. 